0: Good afternoon, everybody. It's Tuesday, and I'm sorry. We're going to have to cancel the show today. Um, Bill messed up my music. Last week, I made a promise to you all. If my music wasn't changed, we're going gonna to shut down the studio. Um, throwing that back, I'm turning to Puff Daddy and shut down the studio. Um, I'm just kidding. We can't. We can't shut down the studio today, guys. We have such a great show for you. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, know the scene. Tuesday afternoons, your weekly dose of what's going on in the scene here in Lake Norman and the towns beyond. What do you do? Who do you do it with? What do you eat? What do you drink? What do you see? What makes culture? What is a culture of a region? And what is our area's culture becoming? My name is Justin Dion. I'm your host, executive director for Kane Center for the Arts. Uh, and we're super, super excited to have uh, a wonderful guest on today. Comedian, speaker, coach, veteran, dad, Mike Goodwin. To the hey, show. what's up, man? Thanks so much for joining me today, sir.
1: I'm excited to be here.
0: We're man, I'm excited to have you. If if it's going to be anything like just the the 2 minutes we have before the show, we're going to have way too much fun. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. I'm man. excited, dude. Um in that in that in that Iron Paradise shirt just showing off the bulging rippling muscles.
1: So I was telling Justin earlier, <laughs> "Hey, this is just an optical <laughs> illusion, man. I just wear little <laughs> shirts. I'm really not fit." <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: I don't know. We're going to see this weekend. Yeah. I'm well, going to my measuring tape to measure the biceps.
1: Well, here's the other thing, Justin. People are running up on stage at, comed- as com- at after comedians. I'm like, okay, Uh-oh. you come I up here if you questions. want to, but it's not going to be a good answer. time.
0: It's not going to yeah, no, no, no. All right, I'll get extra security oh, noted. Noted. <laughs> security. No, I don't think we're going to have that problem Saturday. But. I wasn't worried about it. I was just – um, so, so, Mike, so if you guys haven't picked up, uh, Mike is performing this weekend at Kane Center for the Arts, Saturday night, kicking off his – Big Dad Energy Tour. Yes, sir. Man, I'm so excited that you're coming, and I can't thank you enough and tell you how grateful we are that you decided to kick your tour off with us here in uh, in Cornelius and Lake Norman.
1: Hey, I love it. I'm a South Carolina guy. Y'all did rain down terror on us in football this past weekend as the state of North Carolina. But mm-hmm. I, wanted to <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up. Hey, we got all no censor. All 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 no holes barred. We're talking about it all, Justin. We're hitting all we're just the, in it now. We're hitting all the hard topics today. Let's just dig in from the start. We're talking about politics. We're talking oh, no. about recipes. We're talking about grass fertilizer. Anything. No, I'm just kidding.
0: All of it. Uh, grass fertilizer too. Uh oh. What's going on? With grass fertilizer. That that piqued my interest.
1: Hey, that's serious business right there. <laughs> people, people don't tell you what type of fertilizer they use, and they want to keep the advantage.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, that's a that's a conspiracy right there. You know, <laughs> your fertilizer. is just a way from the get to you. Yeah. That's just that's the deep state. <laughs> They
1: have microbes that will identify <laughs> your yard. That's
0: right. That's right. That's right. All right. We're going I love it. We're going crazy. So Mike, Mike is a comedian this weekend coming in. He's so much more than that. We're going to talk about a lot today. Um, Mike, so for those who who have not seen you on America's Got Talent, or maybe not seen you on NBC or your dry bar comedy or any of the YouTube stuff you got on or anything like that, give us a quick, a quick synopsis background for those at home. About Mike going
1: folks. I am Bill Cosby without all the extracurricular activities off <laughs> the off the stage.
0: <laughs> off the stage. <laughs>
1: I'm all. I'm all. I didn't know if I was gonna say that. Is it too soon? I didn't know <laughs> I was gonna say it, too, but But that, thats me. Like I'm a I'm a wholesome family. <laughs> I'm all on stage and off, like I'm oh, consistent. You're like no, Huxtable, no, actual Huxtable. I'm the real life feel Huxtable, but <laughs> outside of being a doctor, you know, I'm a comedian. <laughs> and I, you know, I kind of, I kind of struggle with that because Cosby is the like that's the that was the pattern, I mean, right? I, 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 I work clean. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a son. I mean, I talk about. I mean, I remember I'm a fan, so I've been our most recently probably was like 2014. I went to a Cosby concert in Columbia and there were three generations of people in the audience. And that, wow, that's what I aspire. I want sons, fathers and grandfathers, granddaughters, mothers and grandmothers to be in my show.
0: Well, so you hear that folks. So that means that this weekend everybody can come see this show, right? So so Mike says he has Mike does clean comedy. So right. like you talked about it a little bit right there, but but tell me a little bit more cuz you know some sometimes people go, "Oh, clean comedy." I mean, oh, okay. Right. You know, so like, oh, it's, so it's not funny. And I'm like, "No, no, yeah. no. It's it's guys, it's going to be very funny, right? So tell tell, yeah. tell tell everybody what you mean by that."
1: Yeah, people and I don't even like to say clean. Right. I say clean to let you know it's family friendly but it's the type of comedy that you think about a good steakhouse like if a good steakhouse was doing comedy that's me like it's (laughs) it's elevated it's sophisticated it's a a ambiance. it's a good time so I I, so I'm an adult I've been married for 23 years so I'm not using language but I'm talking about Everything that we all encounter. I've been right. married for twenty-three. I have children. Congratulations! My comedy is for people with mortgages, with goals, <laughs> aspirations, living wills. Like I, I, this is an adult. <laughs> is and
0: not We can help children. you with that if you if, if you haven't done a living will. By the we way, just we just knocked have a... it out.
1: We just did all the things. We just did it. <laughs>
0: we can help you with that too. We can we get we, we know a guy.
1: Justin, we just did it. We I, I can bring the notebook when doing one of these commercial breaks. I oh, you just did one. Yeah, oh. we got the notebook in the other office.
0: Is there anything funny about the living
1: will process? It's a lot of funny stuff, but you can't <laughs> laugh. Like, they, they really are serious. You know, I'm cracking jokes. And they're like, <laughs> sir, this is serious. Sir, this is life and death, <laughs> sir. Specifically the death part. The death part is very important in this <laughs> process, sir. <laughs> but I'm just saying, they don't. it's like TSA. They don't play. They don't like to laugh. They don't, they don't laugh either. Those are not funny people. Those people, living will and trust
0: lawyers, don't play. They're like, no, sir. They don't I'm paid around. by the.
1: They are the T S A of the land. They are not in the air.
0: I can imagine. I can imagine like you're trying. Like you're trying. You're trying. You're trying. And they're
1: just like stone. I'm just nonstop too. Especially when I see a little crack, I'm like, oh man. There it is. But the other thing, you don't want the meeting to go. Oh, it's already a long meeting. You sign in stuff already, so don't, yeah. Don't make it longer.
0: Don't make don't make it longer. Don't make
1: it longer. Because they're right. my wife, then it I'm impacting my quality of life. Because my then my wife, we got she gotta have a conversation with me after the meeting. We gotta have mm. a meeting. A meeting after to, the meeting. She got a meeting about my behavior in the meeting. And so Yep, that's that's never a good thing. Either never good. When you hear your wife say really, that's not good. <laughs> Is that <laughs> really? Is that mm. Really? Is this the time for jokes, Mike?
0: Okay. Listen, I gotta say, your lovely wife though, she is on it. She is Man. on it today. Like so, so I, I don't know if you. Her, I got just I got just a little nervous because like we sent your agent like the Zoom link info and hadn't heard for sure. So like I'm most scrambling and I'm like texting my like director operators, and I'm like, can you please find Mike's wife's number, please, please, please? And I like I call your wife. And I'm like, leave her a message. I'm like, I'm so sorry. This is Justin. I'm bothering you. I just want to make sure Mike's coming. <laughs> and she was on it. She was on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, see that mess around.
0: No, I love it. She is she kind of helping you out like in a managerial sense too.
1: Yeah, she's like all things, right? She's she's like COO, CFO, like she's it's team Goodwin, man. Like That's awesome. We're all in this together.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. What a cool. So so see, like it's great because those values, obviously, like
1: you live those values that you talk about. Right. comedy.
0: Yeah, it's not values, an act, man. man.
1: This is the real deal. This is. That's
0: awesome. All, all right. Things. Well, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and then we're gonna come back. Uh, with more Mike Goodwin, we're gonna talk about how he got where he is now. All right, come on back. No scene.
1: Know the scene with Kane Center for the Arts Executive Director Justin Dion will
0: return we're after this short break, break the, okay. on W. So Mike, just I so see. you know, we're gonna stay live on on Facebook and stuff. So if anyone's, so I mean, you're a clean comedian, so I don't gotta worry about it. But you know, <laughs> this Saturday, <my> goodness, <laughs> I'm not gonna worry about it. America's Got right, right. Yeah, we're not On,
1: have on it. Facebook. Don't get put in Facebook jail, though. I don't know my fans though. They they it's they they it's different people. There,
0: I man. love them, man. I hope they're tuning in. I gotta see. I gotta get on now and see if. Let me see if we got something. The <laughs> Some County I action. know. I'm, I, again, man. I really appreciate you this. This this is a brand new show, and it's just I just kind of having fun doing it, man. So. No man, I, anything we can do to get the word out. Yeah, yeah. When I appreciate getting it, it's. One of my things th- is to get to chat with y'all, you know, like get to talk to the the, the performers Apple and people that are coming through. It's just a cool treat yeah,
1: for me. Yeah, yeah, man. So how old is the uh,
0: is, is the, the center? Uh, what's today? September end. September 5th. Um, September we are eight months old. Your experience oh, now. wow. Yeah, so we opened in January 3rd on January 3rd, 2023. Oh man, congratulations! Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, we're brand brand new. You're the you're the in second. Comedian. I love it, man. Yeah. Second comedian to come and, and um, come and perform. And you're bringing oh. a opener with you too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A guy. He's actually from that area. I mean, he's more uh, oh, is he? upstate. Yeah. He's from like it's outside of Rock Hill. I I think. You know, people kind of just appear. You're like, hey, man, you gonna be at this thing? And they just show up.
0: <laughs>
1: you're gonna show up, do some juice comp. Yeah, great. Cause, Cause he had a awesome. show at his church And it was in Rock Hill So I don't know if he lives in Rock Hill market, He lives in Charlotte Levy, He lives I don't know exactly That's cool
0: Now how how are your kids?
1: So I had a 13 year old son And a 16 year old daughter Oh wow Wow That's That's gotta be
0: An adventure Yeah I'm in the thick of it man And everything in between
1: I can't Yeah I bet. I bet I'm in the thick of it My daughter's driving she dri- I was getting
0: ready to say Is she driving now too?
1: Oh Driving to school Hmm it's a different world, man. Yeah. Matter of fact, I was telling some people at the gym, they were complaining about having to drop their children off. I'm like, you better enjoy it. <laughs> you better
0: enjoy it. I just started that, man. My daughter just started kindergarten last week and I'm oh, doing the, the, the drop off so line. Fun.
1: So much fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. And she, she loves it. Like she's like all in. Like she was she I mean, one day I they let us, they said we could walk them to class two days. I walked to the class the first day, second day, she's like, Don't walk me to class today.
1: She was I'm out of it. Yeah, she, she's like, I'm a big I'm school this. now, so I know what I'm doing. I'm over, yeah, I'm over this. And I was like, Dude, <laughs> that was it. And now she's like, bye. Okay. Man, imagine them leaving in the, like, she drops her brother off. His
0: wow. Now y'all are in Columbia now, right? Right, right. Okay, but you're from Camden.
1: Camden originally.
0: Alright, I wanna if we can this next session I wanna ask you a little bit about like take us through your story, man, a little bit of your no background. Doubt. No doubt. I think that's that's always cool to get into. It's no the scene. Especially like with your story like the transition director Justin Yeah, How you got into on the new military One hundred point seven seven W S I C was a time when I was on the scene. Here we are again I on Tuesday. Thank you for tuning in. So if you're listening live, alone, thank you for tuning in, WSIC. On. By the way, uh, uh, if during the show at all today you would like to chime in or, or ask a question of Mike, um, 844-STUDIO-4, that's 844-788-3464. You can call in and talk to Bill on Billy Boy. Um, and and he'll and he'll get you on air with us. Also, uh, if uh, you have the means and want to, or, and aren't like driving, don't do this while you drive. Uh, tune in on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, um, Twitter, all that stuff. You can watch to show you can actually see us and see Mike as well, um, uh, as well. So uh, so yeah. So thanks for listening. Know the scene. We're gonna continue with Mike Goodwin playing this Saturday at Kane Center for the Arts. Um, I'm going to say it. I don't think I've said this live on air right now, but there are less than 30 tickets left.
1: Less than 30?
0: Less than 30 tickets left. Come I, on, I know. I wanted to sell it out during the show today. Like, Come I wanted on, to do folk. the first ever live sellout. Like, Ooh. so if you're listening today, go get them tickets. And I was going to, like, I told my director of ticketing I was going to call him today throughout the show and, like, do it live. I'm going to give his ticket updates, like, live on air. Um, I love it. I love it. Come on, people. Yeah, it's let's gonna do be it. a, a great night. It is. It's gonna be an awesome night. Um, so cool, cool thing about Mike as well, everybody. If you weren't aware, uh, uh, again, amazing resume. His he's so talented, hilarious, been on so many things. Um but he's from the well, he's from the North Carolina, South Carolina area. He's from the Carolinas, born and raised Camden, South Carolina, population eight thousand two hundred and thirteen. I'm glad you said that. I never I never know the numbers. Google. Sorry, I I cheated. I can't, can't, I just, but I Googled it when I was doing your research. I was like, oh, that's a small town, man. A
1: small town, yeah. That's a small town. Small town. Like, it's a a town, like, legit town.
0: So, what's like, how, so, so, I would love if you can, man, tell us, tell us how you got from Canada, South Carolina, and, you know, went on your journey, man. From, I mean, if I'm, if I'm recollecting correct, you know, you do military you go and get your um, degree from USC, you become a teacher, and then at some point, you, do, you, you, you I'm to be a comedian. Right. So like, yeah, tell us so, about that.
1: <laughs> I grew up in small town, horse Horse city, horse area, where, where they're known for equestrian. Okay. And, and, and football, you know, I think the southern towns are big football, big football hotbeds, but I, I got cut from the middle school team, so I, I wasn't a part. <laughs> I wasn't a part so of it. You did play I sports, was, see? I, I went out for the teams. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to see the list that was outside the coach office. My name never appeared on the list. <laughs> you just kept uh, waiting. Like I, just I would go waiting. up there. I'm like, they, are they using invisible ink? On this? <laughs> do I just, do I have to get a lighter? Just <laughs> <see> my name, <laughs> and then you just light it on fire. You're like, no. Oh, there's no more list. That's I right. Guess I'm on the team. Yeah, right. I was not. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I I was, you know, I was a, a kid. I, I ran a little bit of track. I played a little basketball, I, you know, nothing notable, no record books. Uh, people I would have to remind people that I played. And then I graduated from high school and joined the army, went into the military. I'm the oldest of, of three. And I just really basically understood that for me to kind of chart the life that I wanted for myself. I had to get out. Of, I had to get out of Camden. And I joined the army and I spent my first, I guess, eight to nine months in the army out in Fort Seal, Oklahoma. That's Lawton, Oklahoma. Wow. Which was pretty interesting. I kind of went full circle. I, I spoke to the the University of Um of uh what's the state? Oklahoma. Oklahoma? Yeah. I just <laughs> I just spoke to the Sooners. Uh yeah, Sooners, the, yeah. The yeah. I spoke to the football team and I was telling them I went to basic. Up the road in Lawton, and only thing in Lawton that I saw were skunks and pawn shops. That was the only thing mm. that were were there back then. But went through basic training, and then I spent a year in Korea. So that was my first duty station. I was in Korea, and then from Korea, I went to Fort Stewart, Georgia, which is outside of Savannah, down in Hinesville. Got out, went to college in Greenwood, South Carolina, at Lander University. So I oh, got okay. a, a bachelor's, yeah, at, at, at Lander. Then. That's why I met my wife also. So shout out to my wife, Rosalind. We'll celebrate. Ooh. We just celebrated 23 years, uh, August Congrats. August the 12th. And then for now, I went to the University of South Carolina and got a master's in higher ed administration. Oh, and so man. that's when the comedy started happening. Basically, I was at my church. So I was serving in the, in the media ministry at my church. And there was a comedian, like a professional comedian who had joined our church. And he was kind of changing his life. He was a secular guy and he wanted to... Do more wholesome, family-oriented comedy. So he joined our church, and I just just struck up a friendship with him. I would run jokes and ideas by him, and he allowed me to do that for about 30 days. And then one day he said, "Hey, look, man, this is some good stuff. Either you," he said, "either I get on stage and perform it, but you're not going to get any." of the money that I make. <laughs> this is what he told me. At he said, least he was gonna... honest about it. Yeah, this is what he said. I mean he kind of debowed me on to yeah. stage. He said, I'm not going to give you any money, but if you get up and perform, you can you can keep the money. Yeah. And I said, well that that sounds like I think I would... that
0: sounds like a plan.
1: Yeah, that sounds prefer... like a better option uh, yeah. than option one. <laughs> I'll take option two please. Yes. So I went up in my church it was a surprise. I did like a New Year's Eve service. And I got a standing ovation first time. I went wow, that's was, awesome. Was, I rocked it. It was incredible. And then I bombed for the next two years. I was okay. Very, but that, was that's, isn't
0: bang. that part? Isn't the bombing a part of the journey?
1: It was it was a big part of the journey. It was the journey for me. I, there's some comedians that say they they haven't bombed. So I don't really? I don't even know what they're doing. Yeah, to not bomb.
0: Never <laughs> like, to never have I'm bombed.
1: Like a quarterback that never thrown an interception. Like what are you doing? What are you right. just handing the ball off to people?
0: Right. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. Not even attempting. Oh, that's yeah. like it's like you're not even attempting.
1: Yeah. Like you got to bomb. Like yeah. you, It comes with the territory. Yeah. So I bombed for two years, but I just kept at it. <laughs> Did you, now, did you work, like, local circuits there in
0: Columbia? Did you go all over? I was like-
1: all over the place, Justin. Man, I drove to Greenville, South Carolina. I drove to Greensboro, North Carolina. I drove, drove to Raleigh. I drove to Charlotte. I went to Charleston, South Carolina. I just got in the car and went to – because that's the biggest issue as it relates to why people move to L.A. and New York. Uh-huh. They get access to stages at a, at a, at a higher rate than you do – in other states. More cities. options, sure. sure. Right. Sure. You can go up in, in, in New York. You can get on five stages in a night. You wow. Know, you can go from this stage to that stage. Here in bomb Columbia, five times. bomb five times in a night. So you're going to accelerate. That's right. You're getting closer. <laughs> you're going to get all the bombing out of your system. Right. When I'm just bombing once a week, there's a lot of bombs still in there. you get right. five bombs out. That's
0: right. That's right. And I'm
1: only getting one. You only got 20 bombs in there. Yeah, you still got to get them all out. You got to get them out. Exercise. So they a- get exercise. them out in the first two months, and I'm two years still moving these bombs out, man.
0: Is that so? So, you did you? Am I hearing right? Like, for a while, you mostly stayed, I mean, not that you didn't go other places, but like you did a lot of your work in the region, the southeastern region, basically? In the
1: southeastern region, and particularly in churches. I mean, I think I just did churches for. About four years. Oh, nice! There's was like a whole
0: church comedy circuit, huh?
1: There was, and the guy that I started with, he was only doing churches, so he he wasn't doing clubs anymore. He had oh. gotten out of clubs. So wh- by the time I went, I went to clubs. I had had church some practice. material. Yeah. I had had some seasoning, but they were like, is, yeah, is there right. like
0: a big difference in the audiences? Like, I mean, I can imagine, right? Club art. Yeah, I think it's similar. I
1: used to say it's like playing going from high school to the SEC or to. You know, a big Power Five. Like the the speed of the game is so much faster in a like, club. In a club, so much Interesting. faster. Like just the the jokes, the delivery. It, it you don't have the time to. Hey guys, you're doing good tonight. Oh, look at you. No, they want quick go rapid like, fire. What, yeah, who are you? Because number one, they don't know me. So that's the first thing. When you're a comedian, no one knows who you are, and. They are very, they're kind of sitting there waiting whether or not they want to laugh. They're Make like, oh, laugh.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. Like it doesn't help because they don't even know you. So they're not even coming in thinking they're going to laugh.
1: And then with me, I'm here. I am in a suit and a bow tie. I know. Like man. I, a, I love it, man. professor of humanities. They're like, man, I'm definitely not laughing. And I'm not using language. They're oh, like, man. I'm definitely not laughing at this cornball. Uh, and then I started talking and it's like, oh, man, this guy's funny. Yeah. I love your swagger, man. I think it's awesome. I appreciate it, man. Okay. So yeah, and that's how I got started. So I just, I just kept at it. I had a job at the time I was yeah, working yeah. So were you, we're saying, were you teaching still? Or? Yeah, I was working at this private school. I was more, I taught a class, but I was the college counselor at this Episcopal school. Okay. Helping helping families navigate the college admissions process, and that was like my full time gig. And I would just do my stand up on the weekends.
0: And and so and during this time too. Sorry, I'm 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 not sure the timeline, but like you did, were your kids around at that? Yeah. Point so at too? this
1: point, my if you talk to my wife, she would tell you she didn't think she was marrying a comedian. So this came out of nowhere, so to speak, as it related to my professional aspirations. Because I was like have,
0: traveling on the weekends.
1: Yeah, we didn't so. have children at this point. When okay. I, I think when I first started, there were no kids involved, and then I think maybe my daughter appeared out of thin air from somewhere, and then <laughs> I feel... <laughs> <laughs> no she yeah i was at it yeah i was at it like four years before she showed up
0: all them bombs just brought the daughter out
1: yeah was, along with the bombs there was a daughter and in there And
0: then it's like boom daughter the <laughs> bomb dropped and there's a daughter
1: you dropped the real I human bomb right here. And then, so i'm doing and it. then your like wife's was, like get off the road yeah, well she that was the other thing. My wife was like, You go, I'll be here. Like,
0: that's so cool that she that how awesome, man. She really is. She is has, Team
1: Goodwin. She is Team Goodwin. My wife has never put me in a position where I had to choose.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing, man. That's awesome. I'm excited. Or not So
1: she didn't travel with you. No, not 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 like, initially. That, like, initially, she just said, Hey man, go do your thing. Like if I was going to play pickup ball or something. She was like, Hey, I'll be that's here when awesome. you get back. That's awesome.
0: All right, family and comedy. We're going to have to take another quick break, and then we're going to come back. More Mike Goodwin coming up after the break, everybody. Know the scene. Y'all ain't here laughing. You cracking them up. Y'all don't
1: know if this stuff my, is funny. My, like, have- my,
0: my, my show is the fun show. I we- can't see the audience. Yeah, they were talking about... It's landed. Hey, That's Bill. They were Bill. talking
1: about water. They were talking about water out there. They were,
0: yeah. The, <laughs> yeah I know. I was like, woo. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we're live on Facebook. <laughs> no, we definitely come in after the the show before us. Like, they are wonderful, man, but they're a little bit heavier. They attack they a little bit heavier yeah. issues. Yeah. And then we yeah, always they, we always come in with the like musicians, <laughs> comedians, brewers. We're Yeah. Talking about uh, here life. I come in with my shenanigans. <laughs>
1: She was talking about her 80 year old mother, and we in here playing. I know.
0: (laughs) Talking about bombs and kids appear out of nowhere. (laughs) They talk about alkaline water in the
1: medicinal benefits.
0: Hey, look, see, Mike was listening more better than I was. (laughs) I was out there too busy freaking out that Mike wasn't here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, I I got all these messages. Hey, man. I was like, Tim, Tim. (laughs) Tim Tim's like, I got it. I was like, ah, I turned off my camera. Tim's good man. Yeah, sorry like man. He's a good dude.
1: Good people, man.
0: So how? Team.
1: Say what? Sorry what? I said got a good team man. Yeah.
0: Hey, I'm gonna jump in here too if that's cool real quick. Yeah. Mike, just, uh, question for you. How you doing, man? I'm Justin. Nice to meet you. I'll a wait. second, Justin. Justin. This is a different yeah. Justin. Hey. Okay. Hey, He's how, the you owner. He's how you the doing? Owner of the how you doing? How you doing?
1: All right, there we go. Uh,
0: I Wanted to see man. So so like your story and and how like you you came to to. You know, become a comedian, and you were talking about just kind of a little bit of the process. What what kind of advice could you give to like somebody who's new in the game? Maybe they're looking oh. to start a career in this. What what would be some advice now that you're you're you know layers deep into it? So what
1: would you tell maybe the next generation of people who want to be in the game? You want me to share that on the thing or that's you the question? You can go right now, now? man. That's oh. good. This is this is exclusive digital content yeah, for the digital Exclusive right digital content. Here. Outstanding. I would say number one, think of yourself as an entrepreneur in addition to being a comedian now yeah. what when, when I started I was a hundred percent comedian and didn't have an idea that oh no I'm starting a business like this yeah. is something that can be monetized so think from a a strategic position along with creative artistic because at the end of the day you got to <laughs> sell tickets if you want to be successful and, yes, and thank and, you and I'm getting to the point like man we gotta we gotta try like I you know, you can get so caught up in booking things and going and, and doing, but you gotta say, hey man, I wanna bet on myself and and can I sell tickets? Can I get people to leave their couches and to come and, and spend the evening with me? So I, I would I would hammer down on being mindful of building your audience. As, as much as you build your set and your skill on stage, you have to build a following of people that are locked in, they support you, they whatever you're doing it resonates with them and you're bringing people along on the journey i i had the idea like i'm gonna go get really good and then i'm gonna come back and get people and that's hard Hmm. oh
0: we're back we're back all right all right welcome back everybody uh know the scene here live with mike goodwin comedian mike goodwin um, continue our conversation. Mike's playing this uh, this Saturday night at Kane Center for the Arts. You can get tickets, kanearts.org. Less than 30 tickets left, everybody. Less Make sure you get them. Less than 30, y'all. That's right. It's going to sell out. I'm telling you, it's going to sell out. And if, you've, and if you've been listening at all today, you know that you don't want to miss it. So if you've been listening, I'm pretty sure you've probably either already bought tickets or you're going now to buy them, which you should because Mike's great. And you should bring your whole family with you because he also is a clean comedian in a, in a way that's good for the whole family. Um, so Mike was just talking, um, during the break, uh, Justin Justica had a great question from Mike, said what advice he would give to people that were getting started and Mike, I'm gonna summarize just for a minute it gets back. Yeah, yeah. Mike, um, he said he said, you know, treat it like a business, which is something uh, great because our uh, our guest a couple weeks ago, Kanan Cox, who was one of our musicians that came and played too, he said the same thing. He said he said, you know, he's like the thing is I'm in he's like I'm an entrepreneur. It just turns out that I also play music. You know, and so I was like, it kind of, you know, you echoed a little bit of that same idea, you know. Um, so so at what point in in um in your journey, you know, when we were talking, you were like, all right, so you're on the road, you're sparing the weekend, you're doing shows, Southeastern. Um, you know, your your amazingly supportive and fantastic wife is like, Right, hey, you keep doing your comedy thing on the weekends, and I'm okay with staying here with our <laughs> baby daughter. Right. And at what And you're still working, like you said, at a school as a I'm college kind of counselor. Do, yeah. you, do do you, are you full time
1: now no. comedian?
0: Or are you still bouncing? Yeah.
1: yeah, I've been full time in, in stand up for 11 years. I'm going to year number 11. Wow. Yeah. So when, yeah.
0: so when, so what, what was the click for you that allowed you to, to make that jump, I guess? Cause I'm sure you still had, like you said, as an entrepreneur, you had to make that jump.
1: Yeah. The, one of the things I said early, I funded the dream until the dream was able to fund itself. Meaning don't quit your job, build up your entrepreneur endeavor so that when you're able to transition into doing your business full time, it's healthy. There's foundation. Yeah. A lot of times people get in conflict with their job. They think their job is the the, the thing that's holding them back from their dream, but your job is really your biggest investor into your dream. Like, Oh, I love that. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to be as successful pursuing the dream if you didn't have this solid foundation. And I had the ants, you know, I was a little antsy. I was yeah. like, once I started getting gigs, I was like, oh, it's time to leave. But I'm like, no, I got a mortgage. I have a wife. <laughs> yeah. I have a lawn to care for. Yeah. I just can't be out here. That's right. Okay. Sleeping in my car no, like, no. I have responsibility. from am an adult. Of, of others, yeah, I'm not 14 or 18 or yeah. whatever the age that these guys strike out to Hollywood, right? So I, I was well aware, and and I, even a portion of that time, I was in the reserve. So I'm, I'm working full time. Oh, in you're the in the reserves reserve. at the time too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm a husband. I'm a father. Man, so you were hustling.
0: You were hustling.
1: I was getting it done, and and I was compelled. That was part part of it. I'm like, I can't continue doing all of this, so I have to get this business found f- firm so that I can, you know, transition into it. So don't look at your job as a conflict. Look at it as a partner. Look at and learn. I think there's so many things to learn, and I'm benefited from having a job. You you just. You know, operate in excellence in in your job and then you transition and continue to be in excellence in what you're doing because you want to attract other people that you can hire and that you can employ and they can help you build your dream. So, like, invest that into the people that you're working for. Help them build their dream because one day you're going to desire for someone to help you. What happened for me, I started making about half of my salary doing comedy on the side i think that that happened like
0: nice that's two a, or that's some extra side side chair
1: yeah, yeah. that's so we, and we started realizing okay we need to pay down this debt we yeah. need to take care of these bills so that when we transition we would not be under the financial strain of oh i need to have yeah the uh, same amount of income for when i was working then you know because I, we didn't know what would happen right when you made that transition and so we just paid stuff man we and I, I think i put together kind of a plan of like a three year three to four year exit plan oh that's cool kind of loosely i didn't you know in my head i was like okay we're not we're, we're, we're paying off debt we're saving and i'm gonna position myself so when i have to make that decision that it's a comfortable not it, it wasn't comfortable by no stretch but I was confident that it was a it was a quality decision versus, hey, let's go see and see if this works, right? Wow, and and it it became uncomfortable. Like I just I got to the point where I knew I couldn't. My job was probably gonna fire me. I just knew that I couldn't keep doing. I couldn't keep all the balls in the air. And yeah,
0: so, your capacity is is yeah. I mean, you've expanded was, your capacity, but
1: at that point, it's just like it's you're not. And it felt like a non it felt like a never ending story because I would work all week. Then I would leave work. Most often I would leave work on Friday, jump on a flight and go and do a show Friday night, have something Saturday, be back home Sunday at work Monday. Like it felt like that's how it was happening. And I was like, I cannot sustain this. Like that's part of the like fitness and wellness. I man, I got to get in this gym. I need energy. I can't be tired and wore out to write. Like I got to get up early and write jokes. I got to stay up late and write jokes. I got to, you know, create content. I have to look at the calendar, book flights, get hotels, like all those things require energy. Wow. And I think that's, that's another thing I would say, man, take care of your body, man. Like really, you know, figure out how to eat well, how to get the proper amount of sleep. Because as a young person, I used to operate off three hours of sleep consistently, right, yeah, right? And I knew I was like, all I need is three, and I can go. But that doesn't that, that changes the older <laughs> the older you get.
0: That's right. Drink, drink water, water,
1: especially the water they were talking about on the segment that. <laughs> was...
0: <laughs> you didn't want to drink the water I was looking at. They tried to give me that when I came in, and I was like, oh, it's like that. <laughs> they didn't... They want your spot. Dude. I like, know. They, they said, we want that 4 p.m. Of that. slot.
1: <laughs> Put them out of commission for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Take a sip of this. man. Jeff. Mike,
0: yeah. I got to tell you, I really appreciate that, man. I really appreciate your experience and, and the way you articulate that, too. Um, For me, as someone who was a, you know, I, I went to school for for theater and ended up on <clears throat> now my side of like, you know, more leadership executive side. But, right, right. But, you know, I think that what I loved is and I think if, if people are listening and if they have kids or nieces or nephews or or themselves even, and they, you know, that that, that think about doing this, anything performing-based, anything arts-based or anything, you know, understanding that being able, that, that one, it is a job. Like, it is a job. Approach it like a job. Approach 100%. it like that. Like you just said, I mean, you put thought, you put plans, you worked your butt off, you were making sure to take care of yourself, because as we all know, if you can't take care of yourself... You can't get anything else than you need to, right? I'm right. The, I always say, like, look, I'm no good to my job if I if if I'm not taking care of myself. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I appreciate that, man, and I, I love that. I love that you you did that and you hustled. You made it happen, and then you end up on on AGT.
1: AGT, man. How was what was that like? It was wild. and I don't think I would have done it had we not been in COVID. Like the COVID scenario i'm sitting around at home it was like hey man i guess i can send in a video i'm not doing anything else and because i'm not that so, guy so you I'm just sent in a video that's how it is i it. i did wow I, 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 Like some people no i didn't know it,
0: i don't know if it's like an agent your agent submits you or what how no there's
1: a, there's a couple of ways like you can go to live auditions there's a few ways that they can you can hit their radar okay so this was they were accepting open submission so i just sent a Sent a, I sent a video in and they loved it. And someone reached out and was like, hey, congratulations, we're gonna bring you in for, cause you think you're making the show but you're really not making the show, you're still. You're still auditioning. It's a nonstop audition, unless you get a golden ticket or something. Like even once I did it and I got the four yeses in the taping, I still was concerned whether it would go on television. Like there's folks that go through this whole experience and it never airs. Really? Yeah, man. Wow, wow! You can get the four yeses. They can say we love you, and your episode never airs. And that was because there's like not a story or something, or like in terms of numbers. they're just TV. It doesn't work. Like they get more footage than what they need, and then they they whittle down. They got to tell the producers. Got to tell a story, right? You got to go in yeah, with a story. And I didn't really have that mindset. I just like I got to go in with these great jokes. Yeah. And, I should have had a. L- I should have been more heavy on the story, <laughs> a little better story. But I. <laughs> I was just listening.
0: Man, speaking of stories, um, folks. Also, I, on top of of Mike also being a comedian, um, he also is a, a a speaker and a coach. Um, and I was just listening, and he has a podcast, by the way, which. Uh, you should subscribe to, although, like, you're not going to hear any new episodes for a little bit, I guess. But you, there's plenty of other ones to listen to. Get your backlog. There's a number in. of them in the, in the, in the Get can. Get your backlog. But... but one of the more recent episodes, you were talking about the importance of telling a story, like, when it comes to speakers, right? Um, right. Right. And, and so, Mike, Mike, tell us about your like, you know, tell us about the coaching
1: that you do with speakers and uh, and that kind of thing. Yeah, so, so what happened? So what I'm doing, my comedy, I'm at these corporate events because I'm clean so they I can go anywhere. I can be at a church. I could be at a club. I could be at a school. So I'm in these corporate settings. And and this woman approaches me and she says, hey, do you speak? Now, I wasn't I was speaking with comedy, but I, <laughs> I wasn't what she was talking right. about. I wasn't doing that. Right. <laughs> But I wasn't gonna say I don't because I have the ability to speak, so that's right. I can. I just kind of was like, Hey, well, what do you need? You know, I was (laughs) like, Don't lose this opportunity. (laughs) That's
0: right, that's
1: right. Matter of fact, I don't know. I think this is a good story to come back on the other side of the break, so don't y'all leave because this is a good teaser. Yeah, we're gonna tease.
0: Oh, we're gonna tease that. I love that. What so so opportunities knocking, and and my my family, my wife and I say our, our family household motto.
1: It's when opportunity knocks. Open the door. Open the door. Open the door.
0: So, all right, we're going to open the door after the break. More with Mike Goodwin. Know the scene. Come on back. This is going
1: fast.
0: It is. It flies, man. It flies. It flies.
1: More. Know the scene with Kane.
0: Sorry. Right, thanks again for doing this, man. Oh man, I so, love it. So I never know if this is like I just kind of they just they just were like, "Do you want a radio show?" And I was like, "Sure, <laughs> that sounds like fun." <laughs> so now it's like be like, people come on and we talk and hang out and we see what happens. Right. Sell these tickets. That's right. Sell tickets. Sell tickets. Now that's the truth, though, man. I appreciate like I said earlier, I do appreciate that that partnership. Like acts that really do want to partner, because sometimes you do find acts that like they're just like like I can't get them to. You know, if, if if we make if if our venue makes the listing of the twenty five venues that they're playing on this tour, I'm right. lucky. You know, what I mean, like, I'm lucky if we even make that list. Um, yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. I always really appreciate, you know, um, folks like you that really go out and help to push it. Yeah, man, this is my first go at it, so I, I like. I know I, this is like the first tour tour. Is that what I read <laughs> when you announced first it?
1: Date of me. Uh, selling tickets like this is number that's one that's
0: so cool man in the
1: history of me doing it. like i've done shows and i've been the hit but we've not had it i'm the initiator of doing you know this i love it when i booked you back last spring um
0: tim i'll do don't please take this the wrong way like i was like t- with tim t- please take the wrong way sorry tim so tim no, is selling it, me on jeff it. on jeff allen it. right right you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, cool. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, do you rep other comedians? So actually, actually, I approached Tim because I booked, um, Eric Jones. Okay. Magician. Because yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. him on our family's Disney cruise. So, <laughs> and I was like, I want Eric Jones magician. And then yeah. Tim was like, do you like comedy? And I was like, dude, comedy is awesome. I was like, we have lots of comedians, like people love this area. Yeah. Um, and he's like, he's like, we should get Jeff Allen. And I was like, um, I can't afford Jeff Allen. And like, as the numbers he was telling me were crazy. And then, and he was like, and but then we did get Jeff. And he's like, he's like, he's like, hey, like, have you? Do you know Mike Goodwin? And I was like, I was like, I don't. He was like, but he's like Charlotte based. And I was like, let's do it. I mean, because I like, I like the idea of like a local, you know, local, yeah. local oriented yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so he was like, yeah, he's like, dude, Mike's right there. Like, he can drive in. Like, it'll be great. And I was like, cool. And then like, I started looking at your stuff, and I was like, oh, this is great. I'm like, he's hilarious. <laughs> it worked so yeah it's hilarious it's great
1: yeah man it's tough right like to kind of get attention the sales yes but people want comedy right now man it's i don't know if you're hearing it
0: but it's it's comedy is like in the in the world that i'm in on presenting and stuff comedy is like almost almost foolproof right now yeah i I mean you know what i mean like it's just like people are eating it up all kinds all kinds of comedy yeah like, it's great. Like, your sales and Jeff's sales have both been through the roof from the minute we went on sale. Wow. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's great. If we don't sell that show, I'll, I'll eat my socks. <laughs> like, I, I, like, it doesn't make sense if we don't sell that show. Are we back on? Bring on the music I hate.
1: Point seven W WSIC.
0: Now I won't let you hear the end of it. All right, know the scene. Man, I'll tell you, Mike's dancing a jig. We're doing the big band I music, know. man. I, I know, it's that big so band music.
1: Alone, Speaking of,
0: so all alone, a little bit of crooning. <laughs> um, real quick, before we get back to Mike, uh, if you like that big band type music you just heard, by the way, um, after Mike's show on Saturday... Um, Kane Center Free Arts has the fabulous Equinox Orchestra, um, mm-hmm. a big band, New Orleans style, big band, um, full band uh, coming at you that Wednesday, September 13th. So come see Mike on Saturday, get your laughs in, come back on Wednesday and get you some big band. Um, really, really great show that's going to be as well. So uh, So, but enough of that, we're continuing with Mike Goodwin, who has less than 30 tickets left for this Saturday night's show, the first show on his Big Dad Energy tour. And I got to tell you, again, Lake Norman, listen, we are the first stop. Like, we're the first stop. That is a big deal for us, guys. Like, so please, please make sure Mike has a full house. Make sure you come out and show him some love. It's a big deal to get to, get to be a guy like this, a big town comedian like this. First show. Here in Lake Norman, so so Mike, tell Um, what 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 motivated this
1: Big Dad Energy tour? Well, well yeah, we, we, we still we still have people a little bit on suspense oh, about.
0: Right. I'm sorry, we got to come back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I messed up. Look, like, like we held on. It was like, wait the story so quickly with the story. Opportunity knocked, and this woman, she was a social worker out of North Carolina. She she right. said, hey. She said, hey, I've seen your act a few times. Do you speak? And I didn't speak, but I didn't want to lose an opportunity. I said, hey, what, what do you need? She said, well, I'm hosting this um, this um conference, this social workers conference. I would love for you to keynote it because I don't want to send these people home on a low note. We're going to be talking about difficult topics, mm-hmm. neglect, abuse, budget cuts, you know, things that are kind of challenging. She wanted them to leave on a high note. So I said, yeah. And and we had some time. There was maybe four months, four or five months. I said, Yeah, man, I I definitely, yeah, I definitely can do that. So I came home and I started writing my keynote. And I put together this keynote that was void of any comedy. I don't know what in my brain made me. (laughs) Keynotes can't be funny. It took yeah, because I'm (laughs) like, they want they want substance. They want a keynote. They want (laughs) they want quotes and statistics and insights. And so I write, man, I put this presentation together. I do it for my wife. My wife says, this is the driest presentation I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) She said, where are the jokes? I said, they don't want jokes. They want keynote. That's different. (laughs) (laughs) She said, if you don't put jokes inside of this, this will be your first and last keynote and opportunity. And so I put the jokes in there. And we've been at it ever since. And then, fast forward, I had a friend of mine who, is killing it. A guy by the name of Anton Gunn, leadership consultant, keynote speaker. I mean, this is a, a a prominent individual. He calls me and says, "Hey man, I need your help." And I'm like, "Doing what? Like, what do you need me help? What do you need my help for?" And he basically was saying that his his keynote was too heavy. It was taking people to a low place, uh-huh. and he wasn't able to like get them back, get them back up. So I said, "Man, just shoot me your just shoot me your presentation, and I'll take a look at it." And, man, I just watched it and I just wrote jokes on top of the things he was already saying. Like, I didn't take any new material. I just added to the stories that he was saying. One of the things I remember, he was talking about how he loved breakfast. He was like, oh, I'm a breakfast guy. I love cereal. I love bacon. I love eggs. I'm like, you're a breakfastologist. Like, that was just something (laughs) I wrote in there. Like, And so he's delivering this stuff and it's it's working and it's doing well. And so he started telling other people because they were like, hey, man. How did your, you know, man, your stuff is really entertaining. What happened? He was like, my, you know, my friend, Mike Goodwin, he took a look at my keynote. He wrote some stuff. And so that kind of led to me being a content delivery coach and working with speakers and helping them to be more engaging, be more humorous and be more impactful on stage in their presentation.
0: That's awesome. So so
1: opportunity knocked and you opened the door and went. I, I the door stays open. I don't even lock the door. I just uh, that's
0: great. And so I now stand you because the door. because so, I think earlier you said you were in Oklahoma, Yeah. Doing like I kind of I guess a keynote type address. My I guess. 15, yeah, I
1: had my comedy, but I had a message. I, you know, I told them about working on it. Uh, working on the craft. You know, showing up for the big game and yeah. And so you'll go to. So what have you done? I think
0: I saw you've done some, you know, some, some, like some church conferences, fellowship, Christian athletes, things like that.
1: All types of, yeah, I man. I, I've done senior uh, living facility managers, a lot of healthcare industry. have done a lot of school district openings, end of the year celebrations. So yeah, I'm, I'm, man, I can pop up anywhere.
0: I love that. That's great. So, so yeah, so, so, so we talked about comedian. We talked about speaker. Talked about coach now, and then we got dad.
1: Big dad, is that what his energy, big dad energy
0: right? comes in?
1: Big, big dad energy, Justin. Basically, I'm looking out at entertainment, and I'm like, "Where is me? Like, where's the type of dad that I am?" Because a lot of where's they, Clean Bill Cosby? Yeah, like the guys are like the butt of the jokes, or uh, they're the evil one in the situation. And I'm like, I, I'm not either of those. Like, you know, so I'm like, where are the big dads? Like the dads who are really working at it and want to do a great job and and be a good example and be a good husband and be a good friend. Like, I don't want to just be one thing. And so that's kind of the idea. Even growing up, I mean, I remember watching guys like uh, on The Jeffersons and Good Times and Fred. Dads were pretty prominent. They were prominent fixtures in entertainment. I don't feel like that's what's happening now.
0: Yeah, man, I remember growing up,
1: Winslow. Yeah, Carl Winslow. Carl man.
0: Winslow, man, yeah, that Uncle was one Phil. of like, yeah, Uncle Phil. Yeah, man, those were like top T, te- like they top were top TV dads. dads. They really were, top man. Dads. the
1: guy I can't remember the show, but Michael Fox was on it. He, his dad, Michael J. Uh, Fox, the um, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, he oh, was like God. the young Republican on this show. His dad was a cool guy. You had Tony Danza was a yeah, dad. Yeah, Tony Danza a lot of dads man very influenced by dads and television so i want to be an example of like man, that's a swell guy man that's a good dude and i am like it's not an act like what happened to just the good guys the good guys don't always finish last
0: that's right i agree i agree with that and i love that man bringing that so bringing the big dad energy here here at Cornelius this weekend on Saturday again CaneArts.org for tickets. Um, and a little bit of time left. If anyone's got any ticket, any sorry, any questions or anything from Mike, you can call eight four four seven eight eight three four six four. Um, Mike, so where where next, man? After this weekend, like what's what's on your plate coming up? Uh, what can
1: people keep their eyes out for? So so I, after that weekend, I'm, I'm actually going to be on the Today Show that following week. I oh, yeah, all right. Promoting the tour. We're trying to get it in before Cornelius, but we're going to try to get it. That's
0: okay. You, hey, you were on local news here in Charlotte last Saturday. I appreciate that. That was a I jumped, surprise. I didn't even know you were doing that.
1: I jumped in the car that morning, went up, did that interview, and came right back Oh, man. Like, <laughs> we appreciate it. I
0: loved it. I didn't even know. It was, I saw it on your on your Instagram. I said yeah. to my marketing director. I was like, did you know this was happening? <laughs> they are like, no. Man.
1: Hey, man, we're partnering with y'all to sell these tickets, man. Like I, I, I wanna, know. We appreciate
0: I today wanna, show, I it. Today's show. That's big.
1: Happen. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just trying to get this get my brand and my name and 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 what I'm doing out to more people. I love that, man. I love that. So is your is your tour
0: uh I mean is it is it 4 months, 6 months? I mean, how long so, do you for you just keep keep adding dates as it comes up? I think up. we're
1: going to keep adding dates. So I think that was the 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 idea. I got I, this is kind of a prove yourself run for me, you know? I want to introduce myself to the market, to theaters, to places that say, oh man, this guy sold these tickets in Cornelius, man, he'll do great here. So yeah. that that was kind of the idea. Let's get some some uh proof of concept and, and then let's move forward. Yeah. See if we can add on other dates.
0: So folks, don't just so first of all, again, like if you've enjoyed Mike today, which I'm sure you have because I know I have. Don't just, don't, like, go to, you know, go follow him on social media stuff, right? Like, do that. Join his mailing list. As soon as you go to his website, he'll ping you to get on his email list. Do that. But then also, you know, by the way, if you're a business a business owner looking for a, yeah. a speaker to come in or anything, you can have Mike do that. Uh, but also, you know, tell your friends and family in other cities, right, to go out. And if he's playing near them, to go see him. And if he's not playing, tell them that they should call their local... Theater, performing arts center, or or club, or something to say, get my good one up in here. I love it. That's what we want, man. That's what we want. What do you? Um. So I want someone want to come back to earlier with a little bit of time we have left. Is what is it? You've been all around the country. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it like? Is there a difference playing to hometown Southeast of crowds versus you know other places of the country? I mean, you've done Dry Bar, which is in Utah, I think.
1: <laughs> Provo, Utah. Yeah. yeah. So
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I feel like there's some stories that could happen right here about the difference between hometowns, you know, South Carolina, North Carolina crowds. Right. Versus like other places in the country.
1: So uh, I, there's two things that stinks, distinctly that comes to mind. Number one, in the South, I don't have to give background. Like what I say when it's raining and the sun is shining. What do people say? They say the devil's beating his wife. I don't have to. Hey, guys. <laughs> Have y'all heard about this expression? Like when I'm in the South, <laughs> I say fixing and fin to yes. like people are with me when yes. I say these things in other places. I have to give some context. I'd say, hey guys, uh, in the South where I live, we have this common expression. <laughs> and so I got to I got to position it. There's times where I go to places that don't have a Waffle House and I'm like, no Waffle House, No Waffle House. But I explain you to outside people, of America. Uh, yeah, all about that. But I explained to them, I if you're not familiar with the Waffle House, think about a restaurant in a gas station minus the gas station. And that's... Uh, <laughs> that's and the, the Waffle House. And the sign, the sign never works all the way. That's the Waffle House. That is the Waffle yeah, House. But yeah, so it, it commonly, uh, I don't have to do all these things. The other thing I realized, though, there's certain places that it doesn't really feel different than anywhere else. I just recently was in El Dorado, Arkansas. I I flew into Monroe, Louisiana and drove over. And driving over, it looked like I could have been in Greensboro or in Florence or in Austin Tech. Like, there's certain areas it's just like, hey, man, this looks all the same. There's Subway. There's a Ross. There's a TJ Maxx. Like, all of these things are pretty consistent.
0: All right. Well, hey, we're going to keep it consistent for you this weekend, North Carolina style. Up here, Kane Center for the Arts. Come see Mike Goodwin Saturday night, KaneArts.org. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me. Look forward to seeing you this weekend, man. Yes, sir. Tune in next week, y'all. Noticing.